special recording. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the oat cereal ready to eat, and Wheaties, breakfast of champions, present The Lone Ranger. Oh, 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 oh,
aboard that wagon? Uh, only enough for myself. I stopped here to fill my canteen. You're due for a disappointment. This water hole's as dry as dust, Mr. Uh, uh, Jasper Bethel, gentlemen. Rainmaker extraordinary at your service. If you're from the fair but drought-stricken community of Prairie Center, you may inform your fellow citizens that I am in this area for the express purpose of making rain. Where's your canteen? Uh, in my wagon. In that case, I'll help myself. I haven't enough to give away. You want to argue about it? Oh, no. I'll keep them covered, Bowlegs. You get that canteen. Right. You mean to steal the only drinking water I've got? <laughs> That's the idea, Bethel. Traveling without a canteen shouldn't bother a rainmaker. But when I've saved that water, I've used only a few drops at a time to quench my thirst. If you were on the level, you'd start a rain that'd fill this water hole. Then we could all drink as much as we want. Hey, Professor, I found the canteen. Bring it out. I found gold and cash, too. Well, we're in luck. Oh, if I'd known you planned to rob me, I'd never have stopped here. Get out, Professor. Do not rob me and get away with it. A sneak gun, huh? shouldn't have tried to pull a gun. He's unconscious. I could have searched him before I went into the wagon, but I didn't figure he'd be carrying a sneak gun. Let's have his canteen. Uh, here. I took a couple of swallows while I was inside the wagon. And is this all the water he had? Yep. Plain water tastes so good. I found a couple of hundred dollars and well enough to last a week. What else is in there? Oh, blasting powder and contraptions Bethel must have used to convince people he could make rain. I wonder if he could do it. No one can do it. I've heard that Indians believe in rainmakers. They're superstitious. No white man could be fooled that way. You're wrong, Bullets. A lot of people have been fooled by rainmakers. Yeah? You'll see for yourself. What do you mean? What's to stop us from driving the Fells wagon into Prairie Center and posing as a couple of rainmakers? Uh, we'd be left out of town. Maybe not. The ranchers and farmers around here need rain mighty bad. Uh, how much do you think we could get? Five thousand dollars. When we drive into Prairie Center, we'll have Bethel's equipment plus letters of recommendation. From the governor and a lot of prominent people swearing we can deliver rain. Where do we get letters like that? I'll write them. You? <laughs> and don't forget, I'm an expert forger. I have a supply of all kinds of stationery, including some official-looking paper with a state seal on it. I'll turn out letters that will convince everyone around here we're on the level. Come on, Bullet. We'll tie our saddle horses to the back of the wagon and head for Prairie Center. The Lone Ranger and Toto had trailed the Professor and Bowlegs from Pecos. When they reached the empty water hole the next day, they found Jasper Bethel. The wounded rainmaker was more dead than alive. He suffered as much from exposure and thirst as he has from loss of blood, Toto. Me not think it good. Move him again. We'll stay with him until he's strong enough to travel. Uh, you look at tracks near empty water holes. Yes. Yeah. Now we come come here on saddle horses. Right off in the wagon. Yes, they shot and robbed this man. I'll see if he's carrying the identification. Yeah. Papers in pocket. The name on this envelope is Jasper Bethel. Oh. Me here, Jasper Bethel. 
Him travel through West in big wagon. He claimed to be a rainmaker. Him plenty big fake. They go not, Toto. He needs help. When the sun went down and the air cooled, Jasper Bethel opened his eyes. For the first time, the weak and feverish rainmaker noticed the Lone Ranger's mask. As Tonto held a cup of nourishing broth to his lips, Jasper exclaimed, yeah, Mask! The mask needn't alarm you, Jasper. Oh, yeah, you drink this. You feel better. Uh, uh, I drink him? Say, how'd you know my name? I found it in a vacation in your pocket. I don't savvy why a masked outlaw would help me. I've no cash left to steal. I'm no outlaw, and neither is Tonto. No, no, no. You not try to get up. I'm weak. Yes, you're not strong enough to stand. But the fellas who shot me, they'll get away. Right now, saving your life is more important than going after them. Dirty skunks. Left me for dead. <sighs> Stole my wagon, horses, water. Jasper's voice trailed off and he fell into a deep sleep. When he wakened the next morning, the Lone Ranger questioned him. As he ate sparingly of the nourishing food Cotto offered him, Jasper told all he knew about the professor and bulldogs. Then the masked man said, Jasper, if you feel strong enough to travel, Tonto will take you to the doctor in town. If we move slowly, I might be able to make it. While you're in town, Tonto, tell the sheriff about bulldogs and the professor. Ah, uh, me savvy. I'll follow the wagon tracks until we near town. We'll meet you later at Juniper Rock on the far side of Prairie Center. Uh, mister, I don't know who you are, but I'll never forget what you and Tonto have done for me. From now on, I'm turning over a new leaf. That's pretty good. We're glad to hear that. You saved my life. Gave me a second chance, and by thunder, I'll make the best of it. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. When boys line up to run away, galloping Gordon sets the pace. He comes in first because he knows he's got gold power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got gold power. There he goes. He's feeling his Cheerios, Cheerios, Cheerios. And so will you once you're eating Cheerios every breakfast. You'll say the Cheerios taste simply wonderful, too. They're already cooked, shaped like little round O's, and just full of good toasted oat flavor. Pour out a big bowl full of fresh milk and pitch in. You can almost feel the go power. For a Cheerios breakfast is one of the finest ways you can get the vitamins, proteins, and minerals your body needs. A bowl of Cheerios and milk really starts your day right. Helps give you the good red blood, strong bones, and muscles. Go power. You'll get it from Cheerios. Try it. And folks will say... He's feeling his Cheerios. Now, to continue. The two men who shot and robbed Jasper Bethel had been more successful than they expected. With forged credentials and impressive equipment, the professor convinced the ranchers and cattlemen that he and Bullegs were men of science capable of delivering rain. Anxious to end the drought as quickly as possible, the people of the distressed community raised $5,000. There was no bank in the town, so the money was placed in the hotel safe with the understanding that the partners would be paid after they brought rain. But Bullegs 
and the professor plan to collect in advance. We'll go into the hotel, force the clerk to open the office safe, collect the cash, and clear out for it. We're lucky the hotel's the only place in town with a safe to hold the money. It'll be a lot easier to steal it from the hotel safe than it would be to rob a bank. Pete Rapson, the owner of the hotel, greeted the killers as they entered the deserted lobby. Now, Professor, what can I do for you? Keep your voice down, Pete. The gun. Lead the way to the safe in your office. Why? Who is your told or we'll let you have it? Don't you? Then move. All right. A few minutes later, the partners had the $5,000 ring-making fund, plus $1,000 of Pete Rapson's money in their pocket. It's horrible. You're nothing but corpse. Sign gagging, bullies, while I keep them covered. Right? Leaving Pete tied and gagged in the hotel office. Professor and Bowlegs hurried to the hitch rail where they left their horses. As they mounted, Bowlegs saw Tonto riding into town. Turn your head the other way, quick, Professor. Why, what's wrong? An engine's riding in the town with Jasper Patel. That devil's a lie. Yeah, and he's spotted. We've got to get out of town before he tells the sheriff what he knows. Let's go. Get him. Come on, move. Get him. Tonto left Jasper Patel at the doctor's office, then went to see the sheriff. When he entered the lawman's office, he recognized the lean, tanned man wearing the sheriff's badge as a former cavalry sergeant. Toto grinned. Sergeant John Marble. It's plenty long time since we meet. I haven't seen you since your mask ran to help the army beat off an Indian attack at Fort Apache. We not know you, Sheriff of Prairie Center. Well, after I got married, I gave up soldiering to settle down. Where's Olinga? Him wait outside town. Him come me, come here, report robbery, shooting. Who's up? Fella named Jasper Bethel. Him claim him rainmaker, traveling big swag. In a few words, Tonto told how he and the Lone Ranger found Jasper Bethel while they were following killers named Bowlegs Benson and Dyke Tazewell. Sheriff Marble recognized the Indian's description of the outlaws. Those two came to town in a big wagon, posing as rainmakers. Them wanted for murder. Take it. The skunks talked the folks around here into raising $5,000. Could be paid to them when they deliver rain. Oh, them not rainmakers. Them come here in stolen wagon. Pose as rainmakers. They don't need letters to back their claims. Ranchers and farmers are so worried for fear the guy spell will kill their cattle and crops that they were willing to pay any price for it. Them get rain soon. Huh? They're black clouds in the sky. They were there a few minutes ago. Storms start plenty quick. Great day. Clouds mean end of drought. But you're right. I can see them through the window. Yeah, that's the prettiest sight I've seen in a long, long time. <laughs> uh, Sheriff, me think Lone Ranger likes the letters killers give you. Uh, where is he? Him wait for me near Juniper Rock. Uh, we'll pass that on our way to the wagon. Those two parked outside of town. Now, come on, Tonto. We'll see if the Lone Ranger wants to help round up those crooks. The Lone Ranger greeted the ex-soldier warmly and listened attentively while he told how the killers tried to swindle the people of Prairie Center. The sheriff took the letters from his pocket and showed them to his masked friends. The letters from the governor is a clever forgery. Are you sure? Yes, Sheriff. I know his handwriting well. Uh, 
I'll bet the others are fake, too. Are the professors Bull Lake still in town? Well, their wagon's parked in the outskirts of town, west of here. I hope we find a minute. Let's go, Sheriff. All right. Shelter around here. Well, there's an old shack about a half a mile from here. Just a 
doggone dark. I don't think I could find it. I'll give Silver his head. He'll take us to it. That's a good idea. Go ahead, Silver. Up to you, boy. Find the cabin. Savvy, what you said. Later, a brilliant flash of lightning revealed the shack. There's shack ahead. By golly, Silver found it. Good work, big fellow. Too bad we couldn't overtake Tazewell and Benson before the rain started. When the storm ends, Toto and I'll keep after them. There's no tracks to follow. It'll be mighty hard to find them. Oh, Silver, oh, 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 There's a shed behind the shack. Yeah, we leave the horses there. Come on, come on, come on. led their horses into the shed, they saw the horses the professor and Bowlegs left there. The sheriff recognized the animals. Those critters belong to Bowlegs, Benson, and the professor. Maybe crooks and shack. Someone's in there. I saw the place lighted. I figured some rider had gone inside to get out of the rain. I thought so too, Sheriff. Come on, we'll surprise the professor and his friends. The noise of the storm and the darkness outside concealed the approach of the Lone Ranger, Toto, and the sheriff. As the masked man opened the door of the shack, the professor gasped. The outlaws snatched guns from their holsters as Tonto and the sheriff entered. As Bowlegs and the professor fired, the Lone Ranger's colts roared. Silver bullets smashed both weapons, but Bowlegs' shot struck the sheriff. The lawman staggered back with a bullet in the shoulder. For a moment, the Lone Ranger and Tonto looked from the outlaws to the wounded sheriff. In that instant, Bowlegs grabbed a knife from his belt and rushed toward the masked oh, man. But a bullet stopped him in his tracks. Oh, my hand, my hand. Try another fast move and I'll break your arm. Thank you, don't shoot me. And keep your hands high. Uh, I know when I'm licking. Cover them, Toto, while I examine the sheriff. Uh, I'm all right, mister. Bullet hit me in the shoulder. I'll bandage the wound, then we'll search Bowlegs and the professor for the stolen money. The cash is in our saddlebags down on the floor. We'll take it. When the storm's over, we'll all head for town. Late that night, the sheriff returned to the jail where the prisoners sat on bunks behind bars. The lawman grinned as he announced, <laughs> I returned the money you stole to Pete Rapson and the folks who contributed to the rain-making fund. So what? Everyone but Pete was downright surprised to hear you had nothing to do with bringing the rain. You needn't rub it in. Until I told them what crooks you were, everyone thought you were on the level. If the rain hadn't stopped us, we wouldn't have been caught. <laughs> you couldn't have gotten away, Professor. That's what you think. <laughs> I knew you were finished. As soon as I found out you were being trailed by the Lone Ranger. We'll return in just a moment for a word about our next exciting Lone Ranger adventure, The Reinforcements. Our champions are made not for... Yes, sir. Get on your way. Get on your way. Get on your way with me. It's good to know that champions are made, not born. Gives us all a chance. For instance, let's go back to 1943 and listen to the story of champion Mickey Mantle of the New York Yankees. Mickey worked hard to learn the game. As he got on his way to fame, he practiced batting, learned to throw. And Mickey knew what champions know. Wheaties for breakfast, away you go. 
No wonder Mickey's got all that steam. Mantle and Wheaties, they're still a team. Why, Mickey Mantle grew up on Wheaties, been eating them since he was 12. So good for a guy. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties plate. Come on, Mickey, throw that ball. Get on your way, get on your way, get on your way with Wheaties, breakfast of champions. When the Lone Ranger and Tottle rode to a cavalry camp to warn of an Indian ambush, they didn't know that the troopers had orders to hold the masked man as a traitor to his country. This is a story combining thrilling action with fine-tingling suspense. Be sure to listen. The Lone Ranger, a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, is created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy. The Lone Ranger is brought to you by General Mills every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at this same time. Be sure to listen. This recorded program has come to you from Detroit. This is ABC Radio Network.